five. This is it. Your next installment, your next hit, your next dose of the hardcore marketing show. And this is Casey Cheshire. I'm so excited to be here. We've got a lot of great stuff to talk about. Some's pretty nerdy, some's pretty fun. We've got uh, an awesome guest today that I bumped into on World Tour. It was uh, an event on New York City. Joseph Yell. He is the CEO of the Analytics Cloud Consulting Group. And he is the guy that I think about when I think about analytics, when I think about reporting, when I think about data. And data can lie and data can say absolutely nothing. And uh, I spoke yeah, with him. <laughs> yeah, I spoke with you only uh, maybe 20 minutes. And I was like, okay, this you, you understand this. So man, I, thank you for being here today. Absolutely. It's a pleasure to be here. So, so I got you on here uh, because you know, we, we talked a little bit earlier about the CSI, that Cheshire Success Index, that we were seeing a gap when Cheshire, we were doing consulting with people on marketing automation. Um, by the way, this show is sponsored by Cheshire Impact, um, helping you maximize marketing automation. I got to make sure I get that in, right? Because, uh, you know, Support. sponsors, you know, you know, paying the light bill. So Cheshire Impact, we're, we're helping people maximize marketing automation. And sure enough, uh, there's, there's this gap between the tech side and you know, people knew the tech side, but they're like, well, how do we actually do this? It's like they had the best lumber, the best equipment from Home Depot. And someone was like, here you go, build. And they're like, build what? And maybe I'll build a house. I don't know how to build a house. Like, what does it even look like? No blueprint, right? So, so the, the CSI, the Chester Success Index was our creation. It's a maturity model for marketing automation. And uh, now it's helping us bridge that gap. But I know when we were chatting, you, you hit, we hit a hot button, right? And, uh, and you, and you, you should have heard it last night. He was just ranting and raving. I hope we get more ranting and raving because this is the hardcore marketing podcast, right? So uh, (laughs) there is a gap apparently on the analytics side too. There's a gap. People have some technology, but man, they have the analytics tools, but they don't, what? They're not using it. They're not getting any actionable data out of it. What? Yeah, absolutely. So the the gap is this idea that um, any person can be an analytics guru. It's this idea that um, you know, you give someone a hammer and they know how to build a house. Exactly right. like what you're talking about, right? Man, I can't even hit a nail sometimes. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Like I know people that can hit a nail in with one hit, and then yeah. I know people like literally, right? <laughs> yeah. But, uh, then I know people like myself who you know take at least twenty hits to get that nail into the wall. So now, how many times do you do you smash that thing and it bends over? No, like, no, it's my son of a. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So uh, it's absolutely this idea of, well, the tools allow me to be a master carpenter, but uh, realistically, being a master of something takes a hell of a lot more than just the tools you use. Right. Right. It's, it's the knowledge and the, uh, the failures that create who you are and where, you've become, where, where you are in your mastery. Right. You and know what? That, that gap is so prevalent. It's almost like anyone listening right now, it's like, whether you know it or not, you, there is that gap in marketing. You need to be able to use reporting. You need to be able to act, have actionable data and results. You need to be able to call it out, call it what it is, not get it wrong. So uh, are you going to teach me this right now? Is this what's going to happen? On the fly, man. Yeah. On the fly. <laughs> Quick question. What is analytics? Because I've used Google Analytics. And 
and uh, got my little certification back in the day. But that word gets thrown around all the time. And sure. I think you've got it in your company name. So you're going to be able to help me figure this out. So what really is analytics? Yeah. So what I describe analytics as, I, there's, there's different types of analytics. All right. So you've got, uh, you've got this idea of exploratory analytics, okay, or ad hoc reporting, however you want to call it. Okay. And that's, um, that's in the sense of you don't know what you're looking for. You really don't. You're, you're just trying to f- look at this data, look at all of the information you have and say, well, that's interesting. Back in March, I saw uh, a, a dip for America's sales, right? Huh. Well, what happened there? And then you drill into America's and then you look across all these different dimensions across your data and you say, well, huh, maybe it was this team because I saw the dip on that team, but not, uh, not across any of the others, right? right. And, so, and so that's more of the exploratory analytics. And and uh, then you've got well, it's like hold on a second. It's like surgery, yeah. then, right? It's like the I'm not. We're not sure what's wrong with you. Let's poke around <laughs> until we can find out. Yeah. Well, hopefully, hopefully, most surgeries aren't that way, right? Oh, uh, true. <laughs> true. <laughs> there are exploratory surgeries, absolutely. No, but, I didn't find uh, anything. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, actually, yeah, that's that's okay. Yep, happens. <laughs> well, no, how do you? I guess you could easily fall in that trap of saying, "Well, America's sales dipped," and. SpaceX just launched their heavy rocket. So <laughs> whenever SpaceX launches a rocket, our sales go down. False correlations. Absolutely. False correlations. It's, How do you avoid that? You know, there's a, there's a website on false correlations that I urge <laughs> you to look at. It's hilarious. Um, it's just like falsecorrelation.com or something like that? I, it's got to be something close to that. Okay, we'll we'll look it up and put it on the show notes. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, so false correlations, uh, they, they absolutely occur, right? So there could have been a process change in a mayor that you didn't know about that caused the dip. And so now you're making a completely biased assumption by just purely looking at the data and not having it in reference with other data. Right. right? So because knowing that process change happened six months ago, that is, that's also data. Right. Right. But it never, you won't find it in a BI system. Right. (laughs) Right. That's, that's up in here. That's if you just got hired on as the sales guy or as the sales VP to determine that or the marketing VP. Right. Right. And, uh, and you you don't have that frame of reference. Uh, that's that's very problematic for uh, for your looking at your data. Interesting. You know, there, there's a particular thing that happened to me one time where um, someone reported a big big company. Now, typically, this stuff happens in big companies, right? Because you don't know because you're you're like Kevin Bacon plus five people away from the person that actually knows what's going on. We're a small company. You know that Janice was out on leave. And, uh, and that kind of, but bigger company, yeah. I was reported to a marketing meeting that uh, we had these really sexy short forms, these little PPC forms. They were like tight. They were like three or four fields, got you converted, squeezed you in, nurtured you later. It was, it was nice. And then we had this gigantic form, this organic page, a contact us page with like, I don't know, 18 fields. I was stupid. 18 fields asking you you know, your, your blood type. I don't know. It was crazy. And, but the report back said that the, that crazy page converted better to sales than the silly little PPC form. They're like, well, better quality people came from SEO than PPC. And we should ask people more questions and, oh, and we shouldn't pay as much for PPC because look, we get poor quality people. And I was like, what is going on? This is, this is counterintuitive 
to my own experience. And so one of the things I did is I, I went and I sat with the salespeople and was chatting about it. Like Columbo, like play dumb, but then you're really asking questions and being all yeah. friendly, trying to find what's going on. And Absolutely. come to find out, sales didn't know the PPC leads didn't have the opportunity to answer 18 questions. They thought everyone coming from the PPC form was only was given 18 questions and only filled out six or only filled out wow. five. So they thought the PPC folks were like shitty leads because like who didn't care. Like, yeah. no, we don't care. Whereas the SEO ones were forced to fill out 18. No one ever did. But like the three people that did, they would cherry pick those guys, go after them. And they would completely ignore PPC until yeah. like they were bored or they had a little extra time to go after them. So they were letting them die. The ones that were paying like 10 to 20 bucks a click were dying on the vine, not getting called because uh, no one communicated that these guys didn't have the option to fill out those other things. So crazy. Yeah. And that false, co- false correlations, crazy. And that one's not even wild. Like, you know, The yeah. Hobbit was released on DVD. So that's why sales went up. You know, like... In this case, it was like it was one of those things talking to sales and sales and marketing alignment and that kind of thing. So, I mean, how how, how do you address that if you're strictly on the analytics side or on on one side, or a big <laughs> company like that? Or am yeah, I asking you like solve question, like right? world hunger when I ask so, you? That? Yeah, no. Realistically, that's that's exactly what it is, right? Is um, so I, I consult for Salesforce and, uh, and and VMware, right? So these are like sure. two companies that that uh, <laughs> have these problems quite frequently, right? You you get a, but typically your your upper management doesn't have as high of a turnaround or turnover as as the guys underneath. Typically, right? Uh, yeah. And so you normally have that frame of reference. Or you have other people that know that that frame of reference is there. So, so mm, that's why like we that. have, that's why business analysts will never go extinct, right? Is because right. they're the ones that have, that they're, they're, they have to know about that history, right? right? And so they're the ones who go around. And so let's say I just jumped into a business analyst role at Salesforce, right? Sure. That means that I'm going and I'm talking to all these different teams around me, finding out those process changes, finding out, when did we last change this? And what's our, uh, you know, how are we tracking those changes? What what format are we using um, in order to do so? Right. right. So whether they're getting tracked in, um, you know, there's there's three different types of of uh, history change tracking. Okay. Right? Sure. And so it, it comes down to all of those things being applied. So sometimes you can see it on the data, and you can say, oh, well, when I go back to 2016, it's different values on my pick list. So obviously, there was a process mm-hmm. change in there, right? And so then you figure out, well, how do those map to today's world so that I can actually right. see my year-over-year changes, right? And so that's that's the job of the business analyst and, and taking care of those sorts of things. It's, it sounds like people are the problem, but then people are also the solution for... Yeah for you know understanding your data yeah absolutely and there's there's no way you're going to get a machine to tell you oh this maps to this right when it's a human-made process right <laughs> it's a human-made change right right and so even even ai won't touch that right we're going to get into ai a little bit later oh, today hopefully um but yeah, because that is something that I distinguish as the VP or as the one that's creating sure. the process, then I have to dictate that in the data. And if there's no mapping available, then you have bad quality data. And if you have got bad quality data, you ain't doing nothing. 
Uh, so true. Okay, so exploratory surgery. Hopefully, we find out what's wrong. Find the alien baby in the tummy, and yep. uh, that explains why you've been losing weight lately. Um, <laughs> cool. So, what are the? What, you said there are other types. That's a little backwards, isn't it? <laughs> Whoa, well, oh, losing weight because of an alien baby. I guess small baby. But we'll talk so about babies later. Right anyways, yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we'll get there. You got you got one on the way, right? I do. I do. So yes. We'll, we'll, we'll get I to do. that. We'll we'll get the the baby <laughs> alien device later. So yes. The next part that we run into is this idea of of BI, right? Business BI. intelligence, right? Slash advanced analytics, right? And and I kind of group those two uh, similarly. There, there is a slight difference between them. So BI is this idea of I know exactly what the KPI is, right? Mm-hmm. And we'll talk about KPIs in a little bit of detail here in a bit. Um, but I know exactly what the KPI is, and I know how to obtain that KPI. I know the calculation. Right. I know the filters, right? And so, uh, and then advanced analytics is more on the statistical side. Okay. Uh, but I, I kind of, again, I lump them into a general category of this, this BI analytics. It just depends on who's looking at the data. Is and the difference you, you know what you're looking at? The, well, the difference is the person that's looking at it, I would say, uh. actually. So if you've got a background in statistics, well, then you're going to want to use it. Right. Right. Uh, <laughs> that's that's pretty much what it comes down to. Um, the the average person can take requirements from a, a KPI, like so from from the business, right, and say, "Oh, okay. Well, then it looks like we've got to f- filter out record X, Y, and Z in order to get your." Uh, What's a good example of this? A good example. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. So, yeah. Uh, my my favorite to go to is is renewal rate. Uh, <laughs> So if I want to say, all right, we were selling X number of licenses and how many of those licenses renewed from last year to this year, right? right? And so in order to get that kind of a calculation, you have to figure out how many licenses you sold last year, yeah, right? And only look at those contracts or, or look at all of the contracts from last year and see... Well, where are you this year with those contracts? So let's say they they um, like a contract kind of thing, or yeah. So let's say yeah. the end date was uh, or today's date is February eighth, right? Nice. So you're going to only look at the contracts with an end date before February eighth of last mm. year, right? Because or, right. or rather with a start date of sure. February before February, last year, computer, right? Yeah. yeah. So Siri. that way you're only comparing the the contracts that would have had to renewed. In that period, right? Not the ones that are still running. Uh, yeah, if they're that, still running, then, tricky, right? If you throw in yeah, yeah. data, someone that bought ye- yesterday, it's going to throw off your numbers. Yeah, but the yeah. business is the one that tells you that, right? The business is the one that's like, yeah, we only want to see last year's records against this year's records, only for okay. the ones that are have had the option to renew. Uh, right. <laughs> right. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Obviously. So half, half the crew over here, I didn't have the option, but they make our renewal rate look great. Absolutely. Well, actually, they they wouldn't because they haven't renewed yet. So that would actually reduce your numbers quite a bit. Oh, okay. Unless you're looking, so you have a really high number from last year, but then a really low number from this year because your contracts just haven't renewed yet. Right. 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 Exactly. So, uh, and as soon as that, that that renewal date's up, everyone everyone churns. <laughs> absolutely. Now that's assuming you have a yearly uh, renewal right. rate. Right? right now, right. let's say there's some contracts that are monthly. I don't. We can get into that, and it'll get a lot deeper. And there's no real yeah, reason to get do it. Deep, dark, and statistics land. This is great. <laughs> so everyone's so, like, "Screw this podcast. I'm out." I'm gonna go listen <laughs> to Joe Rogan talk about LSD. But okay, keep going. <laughs> no, no, no. That's I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna kind of halt it 
right there and not go any deeper, but sure. uh, just this idea of being able to take that from the business and the business says, yes, I want this. And then build it out in a report where you just filter out last year, you filter out this year, and then you just take one yeah. and divide it from the other. Right. And bam. Now you've got a renewal percentage. So, and so that's, that's your second, that's the BI side. You, you know what you're looking for. You know what you're looking for. You know what the calculation is. Absolutely. Now you're just trying to get pure data, purify. Look at that. You got the mug too. I got to get I the do. I, I do. I and actually, mug, but it's blank. You know, my, my wife bought me this for Christmas and on the uh-huh. front, it's got this nice. <laughs> but she doesn't work for you. So right? now I, I feel uh, she does actually. Oh, um, she does, and she bought you that still. Wow! I know, right? Yeah, it's crazy. Well, it was more of a Michael Scott moment. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, so yeah. she was she was half serious. She well, she wanted everyone to think I bought it for myself, but yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> so, anyways, I got a great wife. Um, <laughs> totally. So, so the next part of was. analytics, let's let's yeah. yeah, let's move on to that. <laughs> yeah, before you get yourself in trouble, right? Just say nice things. Yeah, no, absolutely. Uh, okay, so you, so you go from exploratory, poking around, not sure why, throwing up different charts to see if there's some kind of correlations, avoiding the false correlations. Now we're getting into B, BI, where we know what we're looking for. Maybe it's a KPI. Hey, maybe hit, hit KPI. What's your uh, what's your take? Yeah. I mean, because you can have like a thousand KPIs and they're not really KPIs anymore, right? That that's just data. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Um, so and and I'll preface this. This is this is a conversation that we have to go in much more in depth uh but i'm not going to obviously for the time reasons sure but in this particular uh so i'll start at the overview let's say it that way yeah um i recommend no more than five kpis usually i recommend only three yeah i like three doesn't mean so i I typically go with three five is like the max sure um now that's like per business unit right so you might have like uh, three KPIs for the sales team, three KPIs for the marketing team, three right. KPIs for the support team, right? And um, now, doesn't mean that those KPIs can't have supporting metrics, right? But they're not KPIs. So I'm going to give you a really easy mm-hmm. way to remember what a KPI is. Sure. Anything your company is willing to spend a shit ton of money on to increase that number, right? Or nice. to make that number better, because not always is increasing good, right? But to make that number better, you're willing to spend a lot of money on to make it good. All right. So, um, an example, yeah, there's, there's some goobers, right. That'll just spend money on anything. Well, and, th- and that's exactly it. Right. And so if you focus on too many things, mm. then you've lost focus, right? That's the, de- that's the definition of focus is just one thing at a time, right? Or, or just a few things at a time, things you can manage, right? right? So if you manage three KPIs and you just call the other ones supporting metrics, right? things that kind of affect those major KPIs, right? So for like, let's say um, for a marketing team, it's you, you want your, your major KPI is going to be uh, clicks per dollar, right? That, that's a, usually a pretty... Might be a good one. You know, all of revenue. Revenue is a great one. Absolutely. Uh, you know, contributing to the sales process, probably new leads. Um, now yep. my ABM folks are freaking out having aneurysms right now. Um, account based, uh, you could, you could have accounts that are engaged, but yeah, but conversion whenever, rate. whenever but you're fancy, good one. The, the key point I think you're saying here is it's like three to five, uh, probably yeah. three. So, <laughs> like so if yeah, you gotta go to five, like what's, what's going on here? What, what's so crazy about those other two that are just so. Yeah. You know, in a company like yeah. Salesforce, it's a little bit more understandable. 
They're, they're, they've got 20,000 employees. And so when you're at the executive level, of course, you're going to have just a little bit more than the average company, right? Um, but, but even, even so, then, probably even still. So, like it yeah. still brings it out just a little bit more than, than uh, best practice. I mean, Mark Benioff probably has three things. He, I mean, he's, uh, he's crushing on his island. He's flying around doing hospital openings. <laughs> All of his yeah. team saying, where's this at? Where's this at? Where's this at? You know, yeah, where's my sales at? He, he probably knows like, like a thousand other things yeah, too, but there's yeah. probably a few things that he just really cares about. Uh, like, uh, now I'm looking at myself. I don't know. That's a weird comparison, but, uh, <laughs> you gotta get him on the show, man. You gotta I ask, him what, ask him what he cares about on a daily you basis. You know what? That would be funny. And it will we'll have little side pool bets to say how many, Many. It's not even about what he cares about. It's like what, how many of the things he cares about. Um, <laughs> but like over at Cheshire, we have a, a scorecard that our leadership team fills out, and uh, and there's there's exactly to your point. There's only about three numbers for each department. There's a little more, but there's not more than five, I don't think. Um, and uh, and that's what I care about. And and they're green if they're good, and they're red if they're bad. Um, yeah. And it kind of bubbles up. So okay, KPIs. I like that. It's good. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. So. Anyways, we can move on from KPIs, I, I suppose. At this yeah, point, yeah, we could. <laughs> Are they dead? Did we did we murder them? I think we I, I think I think we murdered them. Yeah, they're gone now, man. So Rest okay, so we've got alien baby surgery. We've got bi, um, and then now we've got. What's next? There's three, right? Well, the, yeah, there are three, and uh, this is going to be your favorite. This oh, is, uh, this yeah, yeah. This yeah. is where, we, where we step into the world of artificial intelligence, where the alien babies take over the world and create these computers. Yes, they finally hatched from the first one. Yeah, now they're crawling yeah. around. Yep, yeah. and so somehow they lost weight. But um, right. <laughs> <laughs> so yes, artificial intelligence is uh, is the third one is the third one it is um you know and it's i have to preface artificial intelligence with this idea of freak out yeah yeah before you freak (laughs) out on on uh, on me right is that i have to say it's not uh, it's not this idea of like you brought up yesterday skynet right it's not this right idea that the computer knows more than you and is going to be able to tell you what to do 100% of the time. Right. Right. It's not this dictator uh, telling you you need to use the, have this you seen, lead because have you it's going to get you a, a better conversion rate. No, I have not. You haven't seen that? You got to see that. Yeah. That, that is what I think of when I think of AI. There's this robot, and the guy that created it was essentially like Mark Zuckerberg. Um, okay. But they, what they did is they, they basically, in the movie, they had... Mark Zuckerberg and Larry Page. So they had basically the guy who created Facebook also created Google in this movie. So this guy's loaded and he controls the world and he's, he's hidden away in his laboratory creating artificial intelligence. And uh, I guess I can't do too much <laughs> spoiler because you haven't seen it, but you should go see it. But naturally this guy's all by himself. So he makes the AI a girl robot. And, okay. um, and then the whole idea of this Turing test is really cool. It's, it's really fascinating. But at the end, uh, I'm not going to spoil it, but um, <laughs> what you think happens when a machine, you know, like comes to life, they're smarter than you. And uh, hopefully they're nice. They're not all nice. So like, that's right. When I think of AI, <laughs> I think of artificial intelligence. I think of that movie AI with that cute kid that was in a bubble, you know, 
spaceship. And, you know, it's those kind of things where is actually artificial intelligence. So uh, people, are, are they just using that so, term? I mean, it's- and that's exactly it. They're making, so people use the term AI to make it sound like it's smarter than it is. Uh, yeah. Marketing. Okay. Yeah, yeah, marketing. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. If you're using that term irresponsibly, check yourself. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. You know, because it is a danger, right? There is right. this, there's a lot of, um, a lot of fluff out there where there's, there's companies out there that'll say, yeah, we're, we're able to use AI in order to calculate your stuff. Right. Well, really that's been around for quite a while. Let's first call that out. Right. Uh, using, using an algorithm to define uh, learning protocol or, or learning how, how to play a game, right? Let's take it a video sure. game. Right. Um, they use these these algorithms for you know ten plus years of of like hmm. how to build an uh, an opponent on a computer, right? Oh, uh, you okay. use AI technically to do that, right? I suppose I could create some program that learned how to play Mario. Like it would just keep doing it. Yeah, you know, Mario One, right? Exactly. Um, and uh, all my millennials are going, "What's that?" But anyways, so <laughs> go go look it up on your emulator. But so I, I could probably program something to just run around until it run runs into like a little Koopa Troopa or something and dies and goes, okay, well, that's bad. Or it jumps, 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 falls down a hole. That's bad. You could probably program that. But I don't Absolutely. know if that's, I mean, is that AI or is that just... So any, AI just refers to this idea of self-learning, um, self-learning intelligence, right? And so what it does is, so every time that you run through let's say in this example, Mario, what happens is it gives it another data point of what's a bad thing. And then every time it gets a little bit farther in the game, it realizes, oh, that's a good thing. So I'm going to continue doing what I did, right? Because computers right. aren't insane. <laughs> right. So it's going to continue doing uh, what it did until it didn't work and try something new. And then if it still doesn't work, it's going to go back just a little bit further and see if there's something else it can do. And then back further until it, until it gets past that point right. uh, of, of the bad thing right but that's not gonna that's not gonna kill us that's just helping us out um it's sure, not skynet. sure. <laughs> it's, it's not skynet but at the same point um you know artificial intelligence has this uh there's, some of it doesn't even learn by itself what you have to do is you have to actually program it to and then that's why you get um you, you you have to feed it in that data right, right? And so when you're feeding that data in, it actually runs those same algorithms that it would run for Mario sure. right, to say, oh, well, this is good and this is bad. And you set those thresholds and you say, okay, now let's bring that, that uh, do some regression testing. And you look at that data based on uh, last year's data or something like that and mm. see, well, did it have similar values or, um, and then, or, or, and then you look at it against this year's data and you, you right. do a regression model testing and you see, okay, well, how close is it to, to our actual data? Let's look at some real live examples. And, and, uh, and then you'd start with like some AB testing to make sure that, uh, or to see which, which model is going to be more effective, uh, for your reps, because something right. else that happens as you saw, uh, with, with your, your example there of the leads or the, the, the sales reps didn't know that the leads were more or less qualified or more qualified right. or whatever it is there. When you provide a sales rep with a number that says this lead is going to be a 10 out of 10, first of all, you'll get cherry picking, right? But let's say you fix the cherry picking problem. True. Okay. Yep. So which you can. So let's say you fix the cherry picking problem and that guy sees that he's a 10, 
right? Okay, yep. Yep. It's already subconsciously and changed in my mind that I'm going to give this lead everything I got, right? And then you go see a, a, a one or a five or let's, a go, let's go with a five, right? Yeah. And you're going to get treated differently as a customer now. Yeah. Interesting. Right. And so you have this idea that AI will actually, uh, now hopefully it's pretty close, but at the same time, you will always change how you treat those customers at a subconscious level. And, and really it comes out. Right. Um, that's an interesting cause, because I'm not, I love aligning in part, like part out, we work with part out a lot and there's a lead grade and a lead score and, and having mm-hmm. a two dimensional lead rating system is actually part of our CSI. It's, it's one of the maturity model steps. Um, it's way better than having a single metric that way you can see who's engaged, but then also what are the qualities they have that make them good. But even that, that aside, your, your psychology point is well taken because if I tell someone they're an A, they may perk up, reach out to them quicker and may treat them with full gusto. Um, whereas if yeah. they're a, a C um, or you know, if it's a bad rep and it's a bad lead it, or, or, you know, well, you reach out to them at the first point of the day when you're fresh, yeah. you know, you, you've got yeah. a, you know, as a sales guy and you're doing like, let's say cold calling, you know, I've done cold calling. It's, it's sure. not, a, it's not very fun uh, in the sense that, you know, you, you just call and call and you get exhausted after time. Right. And so, but if you're, you're able to call these guys in the, in the beginning and, and right. give them the best voicemails, give them the best everything, you know, that, that number five, if they'd received the best, who says they wouldn't buy, you know, sure. Historically they wouldn't, but how long has that been going on where you just haven't been reaching out to the fives with everything you got Interesting. You know, with the best, you know? And, and so I think it always comes down to, to the person, right? The person reading the data. Uh, is always going to have some form of bias. Even myself, yeah, the person reading the data. Yeah. yeah. Everybody yeah. has bias in some way, shape or form, especially with data. Right. Especially if they have a, uh, a way of approaching it. Like, like me with that previous example, I, my experience was the opposite. So I saw that data and like immediately rejected it. Yeah. Whereas someone else saw that data and was like, Ooh, we have a, you know, not to say either one of us was correct yep. to look into it, but uh, I could certainly, yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, trick Absolutely. everybody. Try to trick everybody. Give them all, give them all tens, and they'll stop believing the number too. You know, so absolutely, like absolutely. You, so there's there's yeah. no winning, right? It's no. just do the best you can, right? You may as well right. use AI, <laughs> right? But uh, yeah. Now, now, okay. So AI, it's not really AI. What would you if you rename that? Best that third yeah. one. What would you call it? Man, that's that's a tough question. Um, you know, I probably you, here you go. I probably you would, my brain smoke the first ten minutes of this, so I'm going to make your brain smoke now. So this is it's like fair. Well, yeah. So honestly, <laughs> I I probably wouldn't because you it wouldn't. Does, no, I wouldn't because what? well, think about it this way: What's a computer? <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> right. If it's creating a number off of its own data, is that not artificial? And is it not intelligent? Yeah, but it's also the, maybe there's like a spectrum. It's well, kind of like and a, that's exactly it, right? <laughs> so like there, there does, yeah, there does need to be this idea of well, how do we define the difference between um, between the the Skynets, right? right. And uh, and having you know a, a simple you know learning algorithm. Did you yep. hear about? I think it was either Facebook or Google. They they had an. AI experiment 
they had to shut down. It might have been Facebook. One of those two. I mean, they're both Skynet anyways, but they're, they're, the AI that they created uh, created its own language. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It was talking to itself, uh, to its, its was friends. It, it was Google, it, wasn't it? It was a Google, and, they, and it, they, couldn't, they couldn't read it. They didn't know what yeah. it was saying. They yeah. had to shut it down because it was probably like, okay, listen, when uh, she goes in her coffee break, we're going to murder this guy. And <laughs> you have no idea what they're saying. Like The machines are about to like murder you, and you have no idea because you don't speak that new language they invented. Yeah. <laughs> so so yeah, this is no, the this is the third one. Is this uh machines murdering you is the third layer. Well, you, you know, know, I think I think there's this idea of and I, I if I had to rename it, I suppose, I would call it uh artificial analytics. Ooh, I you know what? That, that sounds really slick, you, right? You better go trademark that before we publish this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> I like it. I like it, man. Yeah, AA, right? Now it's uh, Alcoholics oh, Anonymous. There you go. Okay, so <laughs> you, have a, you could have a 10-step program to, to <laughs> analytics. <laughs> yeah, you know, we're, we're pretty close. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah so, I, but that seriously, though, that, that would probably yeah. be a much, much better name for it because, you know, there are, there are certainly, I mean, you, you take, um, now it's escaping me. Uh, what's, what's Intel's, uh, machine there. They have uh, 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 IBM's, like IBM. Yeah, 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 yeah. IBM. Uh, Watson. 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 Yes. It's not Deep Blue. Is that something else? Deep Blue. I don't know. Deep Blue. Mm. I'm not. I'm not heavily in, invested in the AI world at this point. Sure. Um, it I seems I, like I a lot still of people are. Or at least they are in well, marketing. Exactly. Wow. They are in marketing, and it's the same as uh, you know. Four years ago, they were heavily invested in this this exploratory analytics in uh, in, in mm. the, the BI. And uh, <clears throat> now we're kind of shifting that phase. And, and so in order to get people to adopt analytics, right? First, it was, let's adopt CRMs. Like, what, let's adopt yep. this idea of putting everything into a database. Get your data out there. Then it's, let's, uh, let's actually take your data and let's make something useful out of it. Let's explore that data. Right. And now it's becoming this, all right, now that, uh, now that you have your data in a, in a clean format, or in a format that's that's uh, readily available that you understand a little bit. Let's bring it into AI and let's let the computer tell you what that means now. Right. Um, because you it has to be a progression. It sure. can't it can't just be one. Then you can't go from data to to AI instantaneously. You have to first explore that data and and uh, and truly know what you're looking at. Then you have to define some KPIs so that. When you go to the AI side, you know exactly what metrics that you're going to be checking against. Interesting. So, Interesting. You know, I've also heard like augmented intelligence, you know, the idea of having the computer help you, but maybe it doesn't know the meaning of the data and teaching it the meaning of the data might be harder than just having it show you what trends it's seeing and maybe what, what correlations it's finding and then use a human to then come in i mean there's a lot of people that you know there's the path of like let's artificial intelligence this whole thing and some people are like let's use computers to augment and to do the parts they're really good at which is the, the calculations the computations and let's use humans to your point you'll, you'll still you always need a bi you'll always need someone to really look at that data and then maybe make those comparisons and calculations understanding what the, the values mean yeah. Yeah, absolutely. You know, a, a robot will, will basically always need to know when to be tuned. 
you know, right. uh, at least for now, until we can figure that part out. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> but it's always stepping stones, right? And, and sure. it's, it's just like with the Industrial Revolution, right? We came through this and we, we built out these machines that would actually do all this, uh, creating all these, these weapons and, and all of that uh, for us, right? Right. And so, well, it, it brought down the need for factory workers. Sure. But then it also opened up jobs, you know, repairing those machines, you know, and, and building the machines. And, right. And uh, along with, you know, it bringing us to where we are today. Yeah, I, I see that that there's always that need for the person to interpret. Mm-hmm. Um, it's almost like I don't need to spend the time, the money to have the machine understand it as much as I need to have it help me do the parts I'm not going to be good at. So interesting. Yeah, okay, or, so or, that, or that it's too costly for you to learn. Yeah, okay. Yeah, right. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, if it costs, you know, $10 an hour for someone to sit there and move something from this piece to this piece or inspect yeah. it or whatever, you know, sure. you create a few sensors, you're bam, done. Totally. You know? And so now it's 30 cents for the electricity, you know, and right. then maybe maintenance once a month is, you know, 50 bucks, <laughs> you know? Right. Turn on Amazon web services and just, just scale it like yeah. crazy. Exactly. So, okay. So we got those three. I know we were chatting about Salesforce. So you worked at Salesforce for many, many moons, right? I, I did. Yes. Uh, you know, so I, I started off first uh, as a consultant for them uh, for about a year and a half. And they hired me on directly for, and I worked for them probably four years. And then now like which I'm, office were you out out west? So I was actually out in Portland. Yeah. So I start. Okay. I was one of the first five in the Portland office. Uh, that was, it was awesome. Yeah, they've got offices everywhere. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I haven't yeah. been to that one. That's cool. Oh, it's actually in Hillsborough, not Portland, but they call it the same. People ask me where I'm from, and it's New Hampshire, and I go Boston. It's like, <laughs> New Hampshire. Oh, is that in the United Kingdom? And I was like, do I sound like I'm British? <laughs> uh, maybe after a couple beers, but uh, yeah, so I saw Boston. So Portland right. makes sense. Okay, so you're out yeah. there. I mean, how was that? What was that like? Because I know a lot of folks uh, listening to this you have Salesforce, um, a lot of them love it. They're all about the yeah. Ohana. Like, what Absolutely. was it like? Absolutely. You know, that's a great question. Um, personally, I, the, I mean, it's kind of like love at first sight. The moment I laid my eyes upon Salesforce, I never let go. Awesome. Um, it, it just, it really was. So, because uh, at that time, you know, when, before I, I started with, with consulting for them, I had no idea what I wanted to do. I was, right. I was like a, a college dropout. I had, I'm like, well, what do I do with my life? Wait, and they I, know that too. Oh yeah, <laughs> but oh, they're yeah. finding that out now. <laughs> no, th- this is the first time they're they're going to find it out. Uh, yeah, you heard it here, folks. Yeah, you heard it here first. This is truly <laughs> hardcore. All right. Did not actually get his master's from MIT in data calculation. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, and from that moment, you know, I, sure. Just because I dropped out doesn't mean I didn't stop learning. You know, I love hundred percent learning, and uh, you know, it's one of those situations where. The only reason I dropped out is because it, it was preventing me from learning. Well, what were you doing? What was your major? Pharmacology. Pharmacology? <laughs> yeah. Holy then I became cow. a pharmacy technician and I was like, yeah, this is out. Uh, it's too boring Jeez. for me. So Pharmacology. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, yeah. <laughs> Anyways, we'll, we'll move on from that. Oh, no, no, no. Tell me more about this. Where, where'd you grow up? Are you like from the Midwest or something? No, no. I'm oh, actually... Oh, sorry. Uh, oh, upstate New York. PH. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I, no, no. I just had a Thursday moment. I was thinking about you farming. No, I was a legalized and, uh, pill pusher, man. <laughs> uh, you, you were going to be a pharmacist. Yeah, maybe. Uh, I'm glad I stopped that, though. How many years did you do? Oh, no, it was only like two years. 
two years. Okay. And you're oh, like, yeah. I- I'm out. Yeah, I was done. I was everyone's out partying and you're trying to memorize what happens when you, you know, have too much Robitussin. And- oh, I wasn't even to that point yet. I was at, I was at organic chemistry and oh, I couldn't or- understand my, my, my teacher at all. Org, org chem kills um, many a chemist. Well, he, he was English was, let's say his uh, maybe second or third language. So sure. <laughs> sure. So it was uh, a little difficult to understand him, but so there wasn't I, your gave flavor. Up, I gave up and uh, I was like, all right, you know, I really like tech. So let's go there. And I found Salesforce, got my certs. And uh, so I got like three of the certs right, uh, pretty much immediately. You used Trailhead uh, for that? or how'd No, you... it wasn't around then. Wasn't uh, around this then. Was, right. Yeah, this was seven years ago. Um, Back in the day. Yeah. No, I was, I was, uh, it was 19. <laughs> no kidding. <laughs> and, uh, I got my certs. And uh, they put me on support for analytics. And I've seen thousands of customers and how they do analytics and walked them through their own stuff and how That's to get awesome. XYZ. And, uh, and worked my way up from there and uh, eventually was on the product team for Einstein Analytics, which is previously known as Wave. You know, I Wave definitely Analytics. want to talk about that. Uh, but before that, uh, you know, you just mentioned that story and now you run a company, right? So, um, yeah. which we'll get to also. But you know, so many times I'm talking to uh, folks that are new into marketing or I've had some recent conversations with some awesome people that are like just finishing school and it's good that they didn't meet me, but while they're still in school, because sometimes all I'll say is look, look, go hit trailhead. It's free. There's all these certification programs and there's companies that will hire you um, without the college degree, just because you've got some domain expertise in Salesforce. It's a hot commodity. It absolutely is. There's lots of money to be made there. There's lots of people that need help with that. Um, And you're like a living proof that that, uh, that's certainly possible. And and you didn't even have trailhead around. So you had to learn this. How did you learn it back then? Like, like FAQs and was there (laughs) study guides, study guides. Okay. Yeah, Yeah. Study guides. That's literally it. And, and experience on the, on the platform. Experience. Yeah. Well, and actually that kind of led to some problems too, because the questions that they ask are very specific to the knowledge level that they ask it because there are other ways to do it. And those are in the answers, but they like, let's say the 201, right? The, the advanced or the administrator exam. Sure. Yep. If you know how to do like formulas and triggers and things like that, then yeah, of course there's a way to do it. And so I get those <laughs> questions wrong, right? Because it's like, that's not, at an, at an admin level, you wouldn't know that. I hate that. <laughs> yeah. I, like it's one of those, like you've learned more than you should have in order for the right. exam. And it's like, guys really like, all right. But, yeah. uh, uh, yeah. So I, I passed the first two exams and then took the 301, the, the uh, the developer exam and, and failed that the first time. And then, uh, I a lot of people. Time. Yeah. Th- those tests, you, know, you just got to keep at it. Right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, and again, this is before trailhead before, uh, like I didn't, there wasn't any training classes or anything like that. Right. Um, or there was, but they were so expensive that sure. yeah, I'm not going to go take care of that. <laughs> so, um, and I was working at the time, so it's kind of difficult to go out for a week and totally. Work. So, uh, but anyways, yeah, we, so, uh, Salesforce, you were working with with Einstein. So, uh, talk to me about, yep. I hear there's multiple, now there's been some branding changes, <laughs> yes, branding changes. You know, I, I, I've changed my logo before, so I, I'm not going to fault anyone for branding changes, but there's this thing that was called wave yes. Einstein and then wave again. And then something else. Yeah. Yeah. And, let me, uh, <laughs> yeah. Maybe you let, can me, let me step in here. For let's, me. let's prevent some confusion, yes. um, or solve this here. Yes. So, <laughs> Uh, Salesforce 
changed the name of what was previously known as Wave or Analytics Cloud. Okay, so, so they, start at the beginning. Uh, what, what was it for? What was it at first? <laughs> Kona, <laughs> but this is before it was a launch, so it wasn't even Kona technically. Oh, really? They uh, called it Kona. They called it like Kona, Kona first. Yeah, was that the then, super secret squirrel? In, that in was Kona actually made? they had made all the Dreamforce stuff for Kona. They'd like made all the banners and everything, and then like three days before Dreamforce or something, like a week before Dreamforce, Mark Benioff goes, "No." I don't like it. Let's change it. And so they had you to gonna call Dreamforce Kona? No, 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 no. They were gonna call Wave, oh, oh, Wave. Analytics. They were gonna call that Kona. Ah. And they were gonna launch it to the market four years ago or five years ago now. Uh, they were gonna call it Kona. No kidding. And, uh, but like a week before Dreamforce, Mark was like, no, we're doing it. Uh, we're gonna call it Wave. Right. And so no one knew what to call it at that point. But technically, Wave was the platform. Analytics Cloud was the software or what was the, the program. Okay. Uh-huh. So Wave, it, Analytics Cloud. Got it. By yeah. the way, a friend of mine, shout out to Dave. Dave gets shout outs all the time, but he was actually running a company called Kona that was doing search for Salesforce. So hmm. uh, not that he interrupted the whole process, but that's interesting that there was I already you, Dave. for this confusion but uh, all right but that was five years ago so then they called it analytics cloud for a while um and then very recently they renamed it to einstein analytics not to be confused with einstein and not to be confused with einstein discovery Okay. okay getting on my notepad all right yes so let's let's go through that real quick (laughs) <laughs> the easiest way to understand the three Einstein is w- directly within the Salesforce platform. Okay. The force.com platform. It is it's not uh, even in the cloud. It's, it's in the force itself. It's in the force. Yes. In the force. Uh, so it's in, uh, so it, it's, it works natively with, uh, with sales cloud and service cloud and, uh, and all the, the native clouds there. What is it? So it is an a well, it's a form of AI, right? Um, back to that again. Back to that again. Yep. So, <laughs> but it's kind of like a, a a lesser version where it only works with the Salesforce data. Okay, it doesn't okay. really take anything else. Um, and it probably doesn't want to murder you. If I'm, yeah, this is to the best of my knowledge. I have not studied Einstein. I have not studied Einstein discovery. But to the best of my knowledge, this is what this is. Okay? Fair enough. So hopefully I'm not all wrong on this. And if I am, please someone shoot me an email. <laughs> or someone tweet you at... Yeah, what's tweet your, me uh, at Analytics CC. Analytics CC. You heard it. Yeah, Blasted. Analytics CC. Okay. All right. Go ahead. So <laughs> then we've got uh, Einstein discovery. Okay. Einstein discovery is the AI that sits um, on the analytics platform, okay, or or Wave as it used to be called. So um, I forget who they purchased. They purchased a company like a few years ago, and this is just the new rebranding of that company. Is and, Discovery uh, I Wave? I don't remember. I'm sorry. Is Discovery Wave? Uh, no, it is. No. It's but it sits yeah, on wave was the pla- if, if we could call wave the platform i know yeah. it's not the platform name anymore but i don't know what the platform name is anymore yeah. um so i'm just going to call it wave for now in sure. this conversation uh so it sits technically on that wave platform mm. and you use einstein analytics as uh getting the data in the etl side uh einstein analytics is that one or two so is that one or two what do you mean That's the I, third. I, 
Oh, thir- Einstein Analytics is the third one. Yeah, Einstein Analytics is the third one. Okay. It, it is the uh, basically the end to end BI, right? It allows you to go from taking this, uh, so taking your data out of your system, wherever yeah. that system might be. And then it goes to uh, allowing you to do exploratory analytics, yep. allowing you to do BI on it, and yep. then taking a step further and allowing you to actually take actions off of that mm-hmm. analytics, cool. right? Which in turn brings records right back into Salesforce. So you, you can, can join actually, the data, right, on that third one? You yeah, can you can join the data from any, yeah. any other system with yeah. Salesforce data or with whatever data you want to join it with. And then you can perform your, like I said, your exploration. But the most important thing there is that you don't need to know, no longer do you need to export it from your BI tool to like a PowerPoint or to a, uh, mm. to Excel or something like yeah. that in order to get your insights and, and to show them to your VP uh, or anything like that. And you can actually take actions right there. So let's say, uh, again, back to our previous example, a mayor was falling behind. So you explore uh, a mayor a little bit. You find out what KPIs is behind in, things like that. And then you say, okay, uh, it looks like I need to make a note for all of these records. And I need to say, hey, um, let's talk about all these in our meeting and our one-on-one. So I hit uh, enable mass actions or I click on mass action and I say, put note on these records, right? Or something like that. And so you can actually, uh, you can create like a visual force page or global actions framework to make any kind of action you could possibly think of right back into Salesforce. Uh, So it's very powerful, right? So, and that's that's the whole point of analytics. If you can't take actions off your analytics, then what's the point? You know, sure, it's good to find the trends and know where you are, but what are you going to do from there? Right. Right. And so, and that's actually where AI also tries to help, which is in the future, right? It tries to uh, project where you're going to be, but that's a dangerous game in itself. It is. A very dangerous game. And so, uh, but if you can take actions in the here and now based off of some information that you're seeing or some outlying data that shouldn't be there, Mm -hmm. that's pretty powerful. Absolutely, so, and you you make your changes one one date one piece of data at a time. Huh. Yeah, and I love that. I've seen some of the reporting. You can chatter tag people with it, and you can take actions. I love the action taking part of it. It keeps it keeps it real. Yeah, absolutely. All right, so we're using the word Einstein a little bit here, folks. Um, we may want to pick a different scientist for the next brand. Just saying. Hashtag. <laughs> <laughs> just saying so that makes sense that's that's cleared up in my mind that there's a lot of this and it, it's a deep well so at some point you you sprang loose from salesforce mm-hmm. and you start out in your own direction so yeah how, how did that go and, and like why and, and what, what are you solving now what, what great question what's the company doing great question so yeah. when i was at salesforce uh, don't say ai either <laughs> no, no, not yet, not yet. Uh, we'll we'll get there eventually, but it's, I, I don't personally believe the market's ready for it. But right. that's just me. Um, so what we're doing? So when I was at Salesforce, there yeah. was uh, like I, I had trained uh, like over six hundred people on how to implement Einstein analytics. Nice. Right? So, um, I the got to see one. the mass. Yeah, the third one. Yeah. I got to see the mass marketplace and and kind of how everyone was responding to it. I was a part of the go-to market team, so I saw right. these large customers um, that I can't name, but I saw these large customers that um, and how they responded to the to the Einstein analytics. Sure. Right? And so, and they they loved it, and they they um, but they also had some problems with it, right? And so. After after about um, 
well, two years of, or a year and a half, let's say, of being on that, that team of, of the go-to-market side, I realized those are problems I can go solve. Was it the gaps that we were talking about earlier that they, they could use the tool but didn't know how to use it? Or what, what well, were the problems you were the seeing? The biggest problems that I've seen is the time it takes to go to market with it, the time it takes to learn uh, everything you need to learn to be effective with it. Mm. Right? So the tool itself is absolutely amazing. I love it. Uh, but the learning curve, and it's getting smaller and smaller. Don't get me wrong. Sure. But, like when I first started, the learning curve was about a year and a half in order to, to like master it. Okay. Keep that in my master. I'm saying right. master it. Right. Because right? it. uh, it's a big tool, right? It takes right. And, and analytics, right? Sure. Good company name, by the way. Uh, all right. And then, <laughs> <laughs> so then you've got, uh, then you've got, um, dude, 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 I lost my train of thought. All right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right where was i yeah where were you we were talking about so you're you're in there and people were using it they yes, loved it you. it was powerful <laughs> so and, they, uh, they loved it but then the problem came up where you again you've got that pure yeah i know <laughs> it's it's like, where were up. we man we were talking yeah. about too many AI. things we, just, you know, we should just said robots we should have gone back yeah to is that yeah, yeah. man all right. Uh, so there's some gaps. It was it's yeah, so hard the learning, to implement. The learning curve, right? right. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. it's it was very difficult. Every single person, and this is still true to this day, every person that wants to implement Einstein Analytics needs a partner. Okay. Got it. And so, and that that's still true today. And so I sought out as a company. I left a year, uh, two years ago, almost. And in, with the goal to make it so that anybody could walk in and implement Einstein Analytics in a day okay wow that was my goal to take it from a year and a half to a day to take it from a year and a half a day now salesforce did a lot of work to make it so that it's no longer a year and a half got it they're down to i'd say three to six months depending on the person okay and and you'll be pretty well off at that point nice okay um but what i've done is i finally and we we launched a dreamforce our our tooling suite but basically what we do is we have products that'll build all of the, uh, the the data, as long as it's like Salesforce data, we'll copy yep. all of the reports that you have in your environment. So you just yep. sh- like check a box for, I want this report from opportunities, this report from leads, whatever yep. you want. Sure. It'll take all of those, the, it'll take the structure of the report, it'll take the fields from the report, uh, and then it'll bring it into Einstein Analytics natively, okay? Uh-huh. Within minutes, okay? Then that creates your data. So now your data is all set. Now, normally what you would have had to do is go and recreate the data models yourself. Okay, so you would have had to go and reselect all the fields you want, uh, and go through all that, do your augmentations, and data modeling, architecture. Or, yeah, the rabbit hole. I, I could see, I could see why it would be the three to six months. There, there's that underlying work that has. Yeah, to and you need to understand data architecture, the data, data understand. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Now, yep. most people, uh, most Salesforce admins, let's say it this way, or, or business analysts, understand how to build reports in Salesforce. They understand sure. that data architecture pretty right. well. Right. And so I, and me knowing Salesforce was like, Hey, well, let's make it easy for those guys. Cause they're the ones that are going to be implementing Einstein analytics anyways. Uh-huh. Yeah. And let's make it a button. <laughs> yeah. Right? So yeah. I did. So I made it a button. So that one is uh, very helpful. Then from there, what we do is we actually have another set of tooling that builds dashboards for you. All right. Mm. Now, traditionally in order to build these dashboards, you'd have to understand, uh, no, to build complex dashboards or sure. I'm going to call them useful dashboards, right? <laughs> right. Uh, like truly 
advanced dashboards yeah. that are going to uh, help everybody, not just me in this one specific scenario, sure. but all these different scenarios. I can go to that one dashboard right. rather than going to 10 different dashboards based on this, that, and that. Sure. Right? And so what we do is we follow, uh, I mean, I, I saw the repeated use cases in the markets, marketplace of uh, just show me my data. Let mm -hmm. me explore just this one data set, right? Let me explore all my opportunities and go from there. Sure. Right? That's yep. one normal use case that everybody wants to see. And then you've got, well, let me see it. Let me see my pipeline opportunities that are snapped are trended over time, right? So if I'm snapshotting my data every month or every week or something like that, and I want to see like uh, how the pipeline has been changing over time you know, or uh, what the average number of uh yes. days it's in these stages so the these are like the useful reports yeah yeah, yeah yeah exactly yeah. and so so we built out these templates we templatized this the the building of dashboards to the point where you click on a button and you choose the data sets and then you hit auto generate and it finds the fields we believe that you're going to want but you can change if you need to well, that sounds kind of AI-like to me right there. A little... That's not AI, though. Okay. <laughs> that's not... You're not going to claim it's not AI. Okay. <laughs> no, it's not AI. Um, because just it's smart. Not, just a little smart. It is yeah. intelligent, but it's not... Huh? Yeah, it's uh, artificial. It's not... <laughs> uh, the, the, it's not created from the computer, though. So oh, it's right. not, I created that logic. You, cre you created it. Yeah. So it's... Uh, anyways. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, so you hit auto generate and it builds yeah. out a dashboard for every one of those data sets. And, uh, and then from there, you could actually, you build out like your color schemes, your logos, you build out the layout that you want one time, and then you hit auto generate and it comes out looking like your stuff every time. Mm. So it's nice and slick and it uh, makes it look like you did a hell of a lot of work in a day. Right. Or in, in really the process, if you got someone that knows what they're doing, if you got a real, uh, that's gone through it. Uh, so like me, I could walk through it in 10 minutes and I could have their whole environment pretty much set up from it. Yeah. You were, you were showing me in the demo when we're in New York together, you were showing me that essentially in just a few minutes. Yeah. You didn't uh, even see the auto generate stuff. That's no, new. I didn't. I, it, yeah. You were describing that normally people would be paying the, you know, you mentioned the partners, they'd be yeah. paying agencies. You mentioned several days, right. For people to build. Oh a yeah. Oh yeah. Easily. So, uh, if you have, um, let's just say a single, you want a single data set and you want a single dashboard, that's yeah. at least a week implementation where they're going to charge you about 10 K. Jeez. So, and that's the average partner. Okay. Right. Uh, you go to a Deloitte or a blue wolf or, or any of the bigger guys and they'll, take right. <laughs> yeah. and they'll take double, right? Yes, they will. So, <laughs> so they'll do weeks in 20 K. Um, <laughs> so now I can do it literally for, uh, you know, a one tenth of the price and one hour, you know, Jeez. you know, well, I, I want some, um, one of those big ones you just mentioned, uh, called us up and was like, do you need help with Pardot? And, and I was like, fancy that they would ask me that and not look up our profile to see that we actually dominate Pardot. But um, I was like, sure, yeah, let's set up a sales call. Tell us what you can do. And, uh, and so they were on this call and they said, well, you know, normally we do, you know, X, Y, and Z, kind of like we were saying in one week. But for them, it was um, something like, oh, normally we, our minimum was 40 hours but uh, a month, but we had to double that to 80 because we just weren't getting anything done with 40 hours. And I was like, that is, that is so, that's, that's like the big agent, the big agency word, right? We couldn't get anything done with 40 hours. So we doubled it. But just, that's why they're the big guys, man. That's why they're the big guys. I guess that's right. You know? So 
<laughs> so that and that turned all into like an hour is what you're saying or it turned into like a couple yeah. buttons yeah no exactly now it's just Ten a couple minutes. buttons and and not only that but the maintenance going forward let's say because your business is going to change right for sure yep. so when your business changes it's again you just go back and you hit those buttons again and you're the done. report might change but that's okay because yeah. you can Make a new so, report. So we, yeah, we built in a maintenance. Yeah, we, we built in a maintenance model so that you can right. actually maintain your stuff within literally minutes rather than actually maintaining it uh, through JSON and SACL and and uh, fun other languages. See, yeah, people don't understand that too. That, that um, oftentimes when things are are easy, there's things behind the scenes that aren't. Like let's say like an API connection uh, between one app to another, yeah. like Pardot to one of the other apps it connects to. Mm-hmm. If, if anything changes in the API of either one of those parties, it, even something small, I don't want to say it as a semicolon, but something as small as like a, a capital or a lowercase, it could potentially Absolutely. cause one of or both of those teams to rewrite the way that their API talks to the other company. Oh, not totally rewrite it, but it, it's like hours yeah. of work potentially, yeah. or even maybe they didn't even tell you that they changed this and you have to sort of troubleshoot it figure out. It happens all the time. So all, you know, it's almost like everyone's asleep in their warm, comfy beds, but meanwhile, the API battles are, are, are being waged back and forth. So, so when you mentioned like when companies change, I could easily see that like in, in, you know, if I was paying the big guys to do 80 hours a month and, and some, some data changes, maybe I call my opportunities with a different name now, right? Yeah. yeah. One little small change. Maybe we don't call them leads. We call them leads too, or something And that change. That would, that <laughs> happens, would be, man. I've seen that. that. It does. And, and I don't <laughs> go back and say, well, Hey, you know, big guy, blue wolf or whatever. Um, this tiny little minute change happened and they'd go, Oh, let's look at it. But we, it'll take us 20 hours to look at it. Yeah. Um, shots fired. I'm just, I'm just calling blue wolf out. I don't know why, but so one of these companies be doing this and oh, 20 hours, we looked at it. Okay. That's going to require 120 hours of retooling. You're like, I only changed a word yeah. or, or in, I, maybe I didn't even want to change it. Maybe someone higher up in the hierarchy said, you know what? Let's change. Let's, let's call it differently. And they're yeah. like, but, but yep, okay. you just have to. And then it requires retooling it Salesforce, you know, models. It, it's the same thing. But yeah. the difference is when they ask me to do it, it takes me about 30 seconds to go fix it. Because you're, because it, it's tied to the report, right? So they can change yeah. the report. They don't have to worry about data modeling or architecture, change the report. You hit your button again. It comes over, hit another button. Yeah. You got it. That's cool, man. You got it's it. Exciting. So yeah. you've been doing this for what, two years now? Almost two years. April uh, April fourth. It'll be two years. How's it going? You got you got your your lovely wife yeah. is one of your employees. She's one of my one employees, of her, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. And then uh, <laughs> yeah. So then I've got uh, five others, five other employees. Right actually, on. No, now it's four. Um, unfortunately, I had to. Oh, right I on. didn't get rid of him. He actually he left on his own free will and actually a fantastic employee. I'd love to keep him, but oh uh, yeah. Yeah, he had uh, get other callings. <laughs> it happens, man. Yeah, you know, yeah. People just got to do what they're passionate about. And- Absolutely, I encouraged him to leave. Actually, I said, "Dude, look, I can't stop you from this. Like, yeah, that's an amazing opportunity. If totally. I were you, I'd take it. Like, just being frank." Okay. Yeah, I, it used to really weird me out, but now I'm just kind of. Um, you know, it, sometimes I'll have like a sad face, but I'm also happy for them. It's yeah. like bittersweet. You're like, it is. that's amazing. I, I want you to be happy and succeed. And at whatever time we are together, like a little tour of duty, you know, it was yeah. awesome. And uh, yeah. so wish you well. But hey, if it sucks out there, you can always come back. You know, and that's exactly it. Yeah. Totally. It's like, <laughs> hey, you, door is always open for you, man. Like, totally. 
you more than proved yourself to me in the first week. So I'm good. <laughs> so, so, okay. So best website for the people to, to go to find out more about this. Is, yeah, absolutely. Uh, just analytics, analyticscc.com. That's short. Sweet. No, analytics like cloud consulting CC. It's not Casey Cheshire. It's uh, yeah, consulting. no, it's not. Yeah. Sorry, okay. man. I thought that was like a but tribute.com. Uh, to you me. know, it, it, it was intentionally going to be initially, I actually changed uh -huh. my whole website URL for you. Thank uh, you. I appreciate yeah, that. See, you guys like, this is just you know, great. It's just a blossoming friendship. Blossoming. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Now, meanwhile, yeah. I'll be changing my domain as well. So ah, nobody can yes. find anything now at this yes, point, yes, yes. but uh, right on. So, Hey, yo, this has been fascinating, but, but I got to bring it up before we let you go. So yeah. you mentioned you, you're expecting a little one and this is the first yes. one on the way. It, it is indeed. And I am stoked. My wife is stoked. Uh, April 1st, you know, it's an April fool's baby and an Easter baby. So I'm excited about that. <laughs> wow, April Fools, that'd be a heck of a great birthday. Absolutely. You know, you know um the other day, uh maybe last year, uh April Fools, I put on Facebook that I was moving to Atlanta. Okay. And no winky face, just move uh moving to Atlanta. The houses, you know, the houses on the market or, or you know, they accepted our offer moving to Atlanta, you okay. know. And I still have people saying you're in Atlanta now, right? <laughs> and I'm like, no, that was like an April Fool's joke from two years ago. So yeah, it's interesting how many people don't understand an April Fool's joke is, uh, you know, on the first of April's uh, on the first of April. You know, and they just they still don't. Yeah, yeah, I guess it. Yeah, it takes a little explaining. Yeah. No, just kidding, J.K. But yeah. uh, that'd be great. So, I mean, that's a good good time for a birthday. So, have you been getting a lot of like advice, picking up any books on that? Um, you know, parents. Yeah, yeah. You know, I get a lot of advice, but to be honest, like, I try to tune out as much as possible. <laughs> that's a smart move, right there. Uh, smart. I mean, to be honest, like. Uh, <laughs> If, if, uh, you know, a, a drug addict can do it, I'm sure I can do it. <laughs> we were talking about that, right? Yeah. It's like, like, like it, 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 I, it'll be difficult. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. Like, I, I understand that it's going to be difficult. I understand that it's, it's going to be a, a wild adventure, but I look forward to that. Yeah. Difficulty yeah. part of life. Let's do it. Totally, you know? man. So, you know what? What most of what happens too is the advice you get. It, it didn't be so negative. Like, oh, this is so horrible. And yeah. you have to watch out for this. Yeah. And, and it's like, this. really nice. Like, and it has to do a lot with, you know, I, I take advice very seriously, uh, only from people that, um, you know, have a, have a positive outlook on life itself. Yeah. Smart. Because smart. so many people just give advice out of our own biases. Well, I mean, all of us do, right. It's out of our own yeah. biases. And, uh, you know, if you haven't come out to a, as a, as a person, uh, to an area where you're able to say, you know, no matter what I'm going through, no matter what I see in life, it doesn't matter. Like, like whether we're going through financial problems or, uh, you know, relationship issues or something like that. Like right. if you can't just find like the joy in life, then that's, that's, I, I hate to be you. Yeah. Right. And like, then I definitely don't want to take your advice because I that, definitely don't want to yeah. take your advice in it. Like, <laughs> um, but I do keep a lot of people in my, in my circle of, of trust, if you will, that are very wise and very right. knowledgeable in these areas. And, you know, I mean, my parents did a, a great job in raising me and I'm, I'm thankful for them to that. And totally. I'll, I'll, of course, use their advice, you know? Yeah, totally. And, and that's really a good example is super helpful. But then I think we kind of just know to this intrinsic feel that this feels right. And if you don't, there's yeah. books, but you know, well, books. and that's the thing is like, 
everyone's going to make their own mistakes, you know? And again, I'm one who loves learning from my mistakes. You know, I, I, I learn all the time and I allow my people to make mistakes. Yeah. No, it's, I love when they do, I say, good. I'm so glad you did. And then it blows their mind because they're like, well, wait a minute, but I messed that up. Yeah. Will you mess it up next time? No. Oh, there you go. (laughs) As long as you learn from it, right? As long as not repeating the same thing over and over. Growth is a part of life. It's the biggest part. And if we're not growing in life, then we're not building relationships and all these other things. And what's the point? Totally. Totally. The advice my wife and I give, uh, it's it's always been, it's not as bad as everyone else will tell you. Right? It's not. (laughs) Yes, to your point, there's the crazy nights. It's almost like a movie the first couple of weeks where you're like kind of sleeping, but it's fun. It's like, it's, I don't know. It's like staying up late at college. You just, now you're doing it for a reason. And so it's not nearly as bad as, as, as people put it out to be. Um, it's awesome. And it definitely, it's like a next level of, of a little nugget that you love um, mm. more than any. So I actually learned um, like true, real, like deep, that, that kind of love from my kids, you know, because oh, yeah. with your wife, it's that partnership, but with kids, they're so vulnerable that um, the, I really learned a lot from them on that. So yeah, it's, it's awesome, man. And you know, what's funny is you'll see there's like the people that haven't had a kid yet and that have, and they, they sort of had this understanding. And then if you ever have a second one, the first one, we were saying this earlier, like you treat it like, Oh, it's so fragile. And, and that doesn't mean you need to throw your babies around here, people, but like, you know, really, <laughs> really delicate. And, and you, you get all making sure, you know, people are washing their hands before they touch your baby, which is probably a good idea anyways, but you're really concerned about come baby too. Um, you know, you're not on the changing table anymore. You're on the floor, you know, you're on the floor doing what you got to do, changing that diaper. But initially it's like the baby warmer with the man, people will give you, we got like three, um, diaper, uh, no wipe warmers. Like, because yeah, you know, the cold wipe will make them, I, I don't know. But anyways, there's some crazy <laughs> stuff out there, man. It, it's, uh, it's crazy, but it's fun. So yeah, you know, I'm excited. Enjoy. I'm glad, glad you yeah. get that, that spirit. Cause that, that'll be what's most fun. You know, if, as long as you can laugh at yourself, Hey, look, it's two in the morning. We're both up and our kids sleeping. Like, of course, this is of course how it would happen. So that's great, man. Hey, yeah. where can people find out more about you? I know you've thrown out some Twitter. What's good for you on Twitter. What's good for you, you know, web address, all that. Just throw that out there yeah. one more time so people can, and now can they go there and learn more about analytics as well? If they want to follow up, is there some resources as well for that? Yeah, good question. So, um, yes, the analyticscc.com website, okay. it has quite a few resources. I will admit, I do need to update them a little bit on the resource side. It, right. uh, it's been a little while since I've updated those. Um, however, there's honestly, I would go to, if, if I wanted to know more about, let's say, um, Einstein analytics, right? Yeah. The community is the place to be. Yeah. I mean, so this, this is the reason that I don't really uh, take care of it on my website. Sure. The community is just fantastic. It really and is. It's one thing that Salesforce does extremely well is their communities. For sure. Right? And, and getting data, uh, getting information out there and whatnot. Um, and that's success.salesforce.com, right? Yeah. 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 So, um, I mean, honestly, I would just send them there before I'd send on my website. Uh, that's just. It's entirely selfless of you. Right. And I'm all about, well, (laughs) I want to make sure they're successful. I I could care less if if they come to my website, to be honest, like it's about you and your success journey, not about me 
being involved. Like if you can be successful without me, awesome. I'm glad you can, but I know there's a lot that can't. And that's why I'm here. And I'll say it dot, dot, dot. And, uh, you know, the people that they'll be still doing it, you know, three to six months later, meanwhile, they could have been, you know, clicking a few buttons. Yep. Uh, every time the data model changes. So awesome, man. Well, Hey, thanks again for coming out. This has been great. We'll have to do it again and and maybe check in after the new ones here and and, and see, you know, see how awake you are at that point. Um, Talk more about AI and maybe some SpaceX while we're at it. SpaceX. All right. Yeah. I watched that video. (laughs) There was uh, something on LinkedIn the other day, right? Oh, the the Falcon Heavy, the launch? Yeah. Dude, I, I watched that and I was like, man, this, it was like kind of, I'm, I'm kind of a rocket nerd, I guess, but I was watching that going, man, that is so cool. I got to see that in person. You know, we got to have like a in-person yeah. doing of that. They had some tickets too, where you could watch it like a mile and a half away, sold out, like way sold out. You couldn't even, I was looking on like StubHub to try to find tickets for that launch, but they'll have another one, you know, they'll yeah. have an, I'll catch it. I think the next one's in June. So yeah, let's go together. How about that? Let's do it. Let's do it. Seriously, I'll, I'll go. Okay. June. Yeah. All right. Done. Let's do it. All right, sweet. Well, hey, thanks, man. It was great chatting and, and everyone Absolutely. listening. This is uh, this is the end of the show, and we'll catch you all in the next one. Take care. Cheers.